Hey guys, Pilo here, uh, alone in the studio tonight. Um, I am bumpless. Uh, he, uh, you know, decided after this past weekend to kind of take a, take a take a Monday off. Um, maybe we'll hold it against him. Maybe we'll not. But we are going to get into why he is really not here uh, a little bit later in the show. You're going to enjoy that. Um, also today. Recording on September the 11th, um, just, man, hard to believe, 22 years ago. I know pretty much uh, everyone remembers where they were that day uh, and how that day completely unfolded for them. Uh, we're remembering those, and we will never forget. But let's go ahead and get to the show. We've got a good one tonight. Welcome to the Top Talk. Greetings and salutations, everyone, and welcome to another episode of To The Top Talk, the original and longest-running Southern Miss podcast in the market. Recording live on September the 11th from beautiful Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Here, as always, with your break from the High Resource 5 propaganda to talk a little Southern Miss athletics. This is weird for me to say. I am your host, Patrick Lowry, and joining me now, there is a there is a guest with me. You know him and you love him, the Wizard of Whiskey himself, Mr. Shane Lott. I don't know if that even made a thump. I, I didn't, didn't feel anything. like it made a thump. Uh, yeah, uh, I am pouring up a glass of whiskey. I attempted a thump, obviously, and very rusty uh, because that that made no noise. I, I can hear that that made no noise through my headphones. <laughs> but but uh, Pilo, good good to be here with you, man. Yeah, man, I'm glad you here crazy unique circumstances you you touched on it a little bit but i saw the pictures on social media i don't know if you saw the pictures of of the aftermath of of jason's incident yeah but uh yeah so so the question is where is he right and and he dipped out you know not recording tonight and you know here at to the top talk we want to bring you true and kind of honest reporting and if you recall back in march i went on a cruise or According to Jason and Coop, I developed a horrendous case of hemorrhoids and had to miss the episode. So uh, we'll, we'll let you decide what really happened there. But I have to say, Jason isn't here tonight, and I know the real story of why. Shane, he if you keep up with current events and the news, I'm sure you've heard about this Delta Airlines flight and a biohazard situation. Is it coincidence that Jason flew this week and that happened? Is he this is he the uh culprit for the uh severe diarrhea, I guess, that happened? You know, I didn't know Delta had a dookie out. jail, but uh <laughs> bump, we hope they listen let you listen to podcasts there, brother. And uh yeah. I, I don't know how long they're gonna keep you, but you know. Probably three big ones from wards uh, before a long flight was not the best idea. Um, yeah, wards, those yeah. big ones can do it to you. And yeah, you, know, you may have to get on the green pill or the, was it a green pill? The, the modium uh, pill? He's going to he's gonna have to get As long as it's control. not the little blue pill. <laughs> little blue pill is a whole nother situation. It is a different situation. But also, if he doesn't get it under control uh, this weekend, the green wave is going to have a whole different 
meaning. So he, he better get that under control. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so, terrible. Yeah, that's we had we had to uh had to cover that, had to kick the show off with uh Jason. Uh he 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 will be back next week, uh hopefully, but he had a work trip. Um but all in good fun. Uh he deserved a little payback. So uh <laughs> this week's episode, tonight's episode is brought to you by uh Fourth Street Bar and Grill. Hattiesburg's premier neighborhood sports bar. Not only do they have uh, the famous home-style plate lunches that we've talked about Monday through Friday, uh, they have weekly drink specials and uh, different nights of the week. They have different features uh, with trivia night and things like that. Make 4th Street Bar and Grill your go-to spot for all Southern Miss games, home and away. 4th Street Bar and Grill, we install and service hangovers. I wish I had just a rough idea of how many hours of my life I've spent inside that building. Yeah. I mean, uh, I, I spent one night in there with you. Uh, and man. Uh, I was, have spent <laughs> days upon days and hundreds. No, 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 no. Definitely thousands of Dan Williams dollars uh, in that bar. <laughs> um, yep. That, and a lot of my own money as well. Uh, Rumpelman shots and. Oh. Uh, one of the better of, white Russians on the planet. Uh, there's not a whole lot that Booty does right, but the man yeah. makes a mean old uh, white Russian. Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah, it's it's good to to see Slade and the crew keeping the, that place going because that that place is a, a Hattiesburg institution. It is. It really is. And I heard this week that right next to there, or I heard from somebody that said that uh, I don't know if you heard the news about Villies. You remember Villies? <laughs> I did. Is Villy's going where Po'boy Express was? Yeah, I've heard they're going right there. So you talk about a hot spot. That corner is going to come back alive. So um, looking ahead, what happened since the last time we recorded? Eagles traveled down to Florida State. Uh, I'm going to stop there. Uh, Volleyball (laughs) secured two wins uh, in the, I think, Golden Eagle Classic is what it was called. And soccer wins over Nichols. And uh, the men's golf team kicks off uh, their season, um, and they're looking really good. So we're going to get into that. Uh, Before that, we're going to jump into the poll results from last week. And our question was, uh, more catches um, this season. And... Our um, options, obviously, were Quez Watkins with the Eagles, uh, Jason Brownlee with the Jets, and Tim Jones with the Jaguars. Um, as of right now, and I checked, or it may have changed. We had one hour left, so when I took these stats, um, it could have changed a little, but I got 56.8% for Quez, 30.7% for Brownlee, and 12.5% for Tim Jones. Oh, I'm one of those Tim Jones votes. Yeah. I just, yeah. Tim, Tim's been in their system for a couple of years, even though he's mm-hmm. on practice squad, you know, he's getting his chance this year. I, I think uh, that, uh, man, people forget memories are short. Tim Jones is an animal. Not that the other two guys aren't. I mean, there's a reason all three of those dudes are in the NFL, but right. how, Tim Jones is a monster. Don't, don't sleep on him. Well, and I, I didn't realize this. I heard this today that like uh, you have the fifty-three man roster, but I think there's only like forty-eight that are active for games. Um, so I don't even think Brownlee is active tonight for the Jets in that game. So I didn't realize that was a thing, but I didn't uh, apparently somebody said that uh, online today. So looking ahead, it must be uh, true. Yeah, it's got to be right. Um, 
How many I followers mean, do they have? That's if important. E- <laughs> if it's on Elon's platform, it's all true. Uh, yes. X. So we are nah. going to break down uh, Still a little Twitter. bit. Yeah, no. uh, I think they had one of the best names and tweet and retweet. And now they even changed that to repost. Um, yeah. so retweet is just, I mean, it was just a thing. I think it will always be called that, but. Uh, yeah, I still call it Twitter tweeting, whatever. Although I did read an article today that said that uh, MySpace is getting prepped for a comeback. So watch out. Oh, dear God. I have no <laughs> idea how to even get into my old MySpace page. I didn't use that thing much, thank God. No, uh, it was strange. I always thought it was weird. Um, yeah, me too. So the Florida State game. I mean, obviously, um, we're not going to we're not going to dive deep. I, I don't want to. Uh, I purposely didn't even look at our Discord or uh, Twitter at <laughs> all uh, Saturday. I didn't oh. look at it till probably Sunday after lunch. Um, this is before I ever picked up my phone and, and started looking anywhere. Um, you know, kind of. Yeah. What? What? I mean, what? What are your thoughts? I mean, I know a lot of people from what I heard and what I saw on Twitter. I mean, the, a lot. Obviously, we're not we're not happy. We shouldn't be happy with, with that performance. Yeah, no, I mean, I, you no. know, I, I don't think we're ever going to get to a spot where losing like that on national stage is, is okay. So it's okay to be upset about it. Um, but kind of, it's how you like, handle being upset about that. That's, right. And look, I'm upset about it. Uh, you know, I, uh, not that I have this giant Twitter presence, but I've been at the Twitter thing for a long time and I try to keep it positive on there because people mm-hmm. read that stuff. At one point last night, yeah, I, I voiced some displeasure with just being frustrated in how many turnovers can a team, I mean, t- not turnovers, penalties can a team commit, man? The, right. the, the penalties in the first half were just ridiculous. And that's all you can say about that. And, Funny enough, uh, you know, I live up here in ACC country, so mm-hmm. uh, I was hanging out on the back porch watching some some TV, waiting for Monday Night Football to start uh, a little while ago, mm-hmm. and on the ACC network was a replay of Southern Miss Florida State, and I was like, you know what, I'm a masochist, let's watch some more of it. <laughs> uh, and it was like the beginning of the game, uh, so it may be ending on the ACC network uh, replay right about now, but you know, early in the game, now that I've I've watched it twice, right? Uh, knowing what was going to happen early in the game, our defense played pretty well, yeah, uh, especially for for what they were matched up with, right? Um, but man, I mean, uh, this is going to sound like a broken record of the last I don't know decade of Southern Miss football, but the offense couldn't get anything going to help them out, and it wasn't because. At this point, it's not because we don't have playmakers. It's because we could not stop shooting ourselves in the foot. And right. when we finally did do a drive where we didn't have any penalties, we scored a touchdown. And yes, it was against their second string. But uh, as the transfer portal will show you, the second string guys at Florida State uh, would add depth to uh, to our defensive line. So that th- those are still athletic dudes. Yeah. Um, you know, so, you know, again, watching a little bit, our our defensive backs played an amazing game. I thought they really there did. were a few times. Yep. Yeah. A few times where where their receivers got open, but guys that good are going to get open occasionally. But what I was really impressed with is the amount of passes we broke up and, and they yeah. hit their receivers in the hands that we didn't let them hit the ground with. That yep. was awesome. I was really 
we are not going to face a quarterback as good as the one that we faced this weekend for the rest of the year. We'll face some good passers, no doubt about it, but nobody that's the combination of what Travis was Saturday. And well, and so, the receivers. I mean, a six-seven guy, yeah. six-four guy on yeah. the other side, talent across the board. Um, I thought they stepped up and played out excellent. They'll to echo what you said. I mean, the several of those plays where they got it in their hands and then they don't get to the ground with it because we get a hand in there and knock it out. I mean, that's just staying focused throughout the end of the play. And and I thought those guys were really sharp. And that's it's kind of one of our things this year. You know, we, we wanted to do a top three moments. And if I and I've got if I've got to do that this week, um, I mean, I mean, number one for me would be the secondary play. I thought they were great. Um, number two, Drake Clark, man, he he came in. I know it was late in the game. I know it was against some <laughs> some backups, but man, did he look explosive? Sixty seven yards, twelve carries, including a twelve yard touchdown in the third quarter. Um, and he he's he's going to be really good if uh so good to have him yeah it just it explosive and uh again andrew stein converts uh for you know so drake would be number two number three for me uh andrew stein you know converted on field goals of 30 and 40 yards and now has made eight <clears throat> excuse me eight straight uh field goals so again i mean he was probably getting um a lot of questions at the beginning of the season people really didn't know how we were going to be in special teams and, and everything I've seen so far, obviously has been great. So um, just got to clean up. Yeah. Yeah. That's a heck of a story that to sit that long and wait and not leave and just be patient and to get to step back into that role is huge. So, and and that's really all I got for Florida state, unless you want to add anything else. I, I, I mean, um, yeah, uh, I mean, the only other things I, I would add is, again, yeah, I, I kind of touched on it. I didn't specifically mention, but the defensive line and linebackers even played really well, I thought, for the first two quarters of the ballgame, and then they just got worn out. I mean, that, that one drive where they converted three-fourth downs was just brutal. I mean, yes. that, that's a backbreaker, and that's that's hard to bounce back from, but they kept playing hard after that. It's just, and I think where most of the legitimate frustration comes from, and I've talked to a couple of people on on Twitter, private message about it today, because I, I kind of had the same stance. Was, look, I'm I'm not upset that we got we lost to Florida State. I I expected us to not win that game. If we right. if we pulled that upset, it would have been one of the biggest wins in Southern Miss history. Which I'm not saying that we're we're not capable of doing, but it, the the deck was stacked against us. I, and I feel like a lot of people were upset that we just looked so woefully unprepared by committing so many silly penalties in the first half that really destroyed any chance we had of keeping it respectable. If, if we don't shoot ourselves in the foot, we just move the ball a little bit. I'm not even talking about having to score every time that we shot ourselves in the foot you just you keep Florida State's offense off the field that's explosive with a bunch of playmakers that are going to be playing in the NFL, and you give our defense some rest, and that makes all the difference in the world. And yeah, it might have been, you know, twenty-one to forty-nine, but I would have felt a lot better about that than you know getting one touchdown against the backups and a couple of field goals and just uh, it was what eleven penalties in the first half, so. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I mean, but that's that's not something we've really seen 
before from a Will Hall team is that many penalties. So I think it's just an an anomaly. Um, and maybe some of that is the, the environment at Florida State. We're not used to playing in front of that many loud, uh, drunk Tallahassians uh, or, uh, you know, just jitters. Uh, well, and two, I, I don't know. You know, I, th- I think we we obviously scheduled this game when these guys were down, you know, <laughs> yeah. and it comes around and and they have their mojo back. I mean, that place was rocking. Uh, that chant when they get going, um, I mean, it's electric. I can't imagine uh, being the guy standing there uh, taking a snap or trying to run. Um, I, I just the pressure of that was just enormous. Um well, that's so, kind of the the luck of a Southern Miss fan, right? Is that we signed a deal with Florida State, they turned it around. They're number four now, number three in the country. Last year we played Miami, who has been terrible for a decade. Now they're turning it around, and they're pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> you know that's is that uh, why State scheduled us this year or what? Yeah, no, no, that's <laughs> not why State scheduled us. Uh, I am glad State scheduling us. That, yeah, that's uh, a good fun game for the state. I like playing the SWAC schools in the state. We should. I, in my opinion, if we're going to play FCS school, we should play a SWAC school every year. Um, yep. Yeah, it's it's fun. Their bands are awesome. Their crowds travel well and buy tickets to the game. Uh, there's no reason not to do that. Wow, that was a tangent to get off on. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I don't know. I mean, people were disappointed and rightfully so that we committed so many turnovers and we made ourselves look worse than we feel we are we'll find out this week if if we're as good as we think we are or if uh we're gonna have a bumpy road ahead yeah so talking obviously great transition right into next week looking ahead um everybody knows kind of what's ahead of us kind of resetting back at home two lane three o'clock kick um tv uh it's, it's an opportunity i mean it's an opportunity to we know at Tulane and they won 11 games last year. We know they're good. They gave Ole Miss a lot uh, last week with a, with their backup. And yeah, um, I, if if I know Southern Miss's luck, uh, I would imagine Pratt would be back. Uh, of this course week. he is. I'm sure he'll be back. Um, well, probably like a robot knee too that like makes him run 20 percent faster. Right, he'll be faster. And, yes, exactly. So. I, I looked at a little history of of us versus um, Tulane, and and so first game was back in 1979. Uh, Southern Miss holds the advantage with 24 wins, um, and nine so nine losses in the series. So um, the home and away record is pretty close: 12 and four at home, 12 and five um, away. So um, obviously, we have a one game streak with last year's win. Uh, last 10 matchups, we're seven and two. Um, I guess that would be nine matchups. I don't know why it's like that. Uh, largest margin of victory was in 2001 with the 59 to six win for the Golden Eagles. The closest margin of victory was actually last year, 27 24. Um, and looking at Tulane's kind of breakdown, um, kind of where they rank across the the board, they are. Um, averaging 262.5 passing yards per game. That's uh, tied for 50th in the country. Uh, They're 94th in rushing, 75th in points scored, and 91st in points against. So how that kind of shakes up against us, uh, total yards there for Tulane is 389. Uh, We're at 349.5. 
Um, again, they're at 262 passing. We're at 225, uh, 126 rushing, 124 rushing. Uh, yards allowed 314. We've allowed 390. A lot of that obviously is last week. Um, so obviously we know Pratt. Um, we, and then Horton, I think, was their backup this week that played yeah. or this past week that played. Uh, they have uh, Makai Hughes, their running back. Um, they're led in receiving by Lawrence Keys, uh, led in tackles by, oh, this is Jesus. Uh, Machado, <laughs> 16 tackles in the season already. And then they've got a Lance Robinson defensive back that's already got two picks this season. So, uh, thoughts on Tulane? I watched just a little bit of that Tulane Ole Miss game, mm-hmm. uh, Saturday because really I can only watch those two schools play football for a little while before, like, I got nauseous and it was just like <laughs> so much grossness on this television Uh, but I did want to kind of get a peek at Tulane and see uh, how they they looked this year because they lost some some pretty key pieces from last year yeah Um, what offensively they lost some pretty good pieces they got Pratt back who obviously will will be back full speed ahead against us because that's just how the universe works yeah but their defensive line looks strong look really strong um, so that worries me a little bit because I don't really feel that we got tested against all corn, uh, on the offensive line and we didn't necessarily look great. We got the job done. Uh, and then Florida state's defensive line was on the opposite end of that spectrum where they were a bunch of monsters. So it was really hard to tell. So, uh, this is going to be a test for that offensive line. 100%. Those guys looked really good. Um, this is a winnable game, though. I mean, we beat them last year at their house. People can call it a fluke if they want to, but we went in with a solid game plan and and won the game. Um, yep. So uh, yeah, the, I don't think there's any going to be any lack of motivation for Will Hall or the Golden Eagles to be up for this game. Uh, I feel uh, or hope at least that the team was embarrassed by what happened uh, this past weekend and, and wants to write that ship and prove to everybody that they're a good football team. So uh, I'll be in town. We're going to lose by 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You didn't have a good record last year uh, picking the right no. game. Hopefully this year goes a little bit better. Um, yeah. I remember Hopefully that game just happened yesterday or Saturday yeah. uh, this year. And it's not the one that I buy plane go. tickets to come see. Yeah, um, I agree. Um, hopefully, it's we it, we have a little bit better performance than um, last week. So moving ahead to pick them. So um, looking back at last week, after two weeks, um, it's actually pretty close. Um, we are we were very close again in picks. Um, so looking back at last week, I uh, got nine out of thirteen picks correct. Jason had eight of thirteen correct, and so the total for the season so far, I'm twenty one of twenty seven. Jason is twenty of twenty seven. So just one pick uh, difference. Um, the ones that we kind of got wrong, obviously, I think we both had Texas State against UTSA. Uh, we both went uh, East Carolina against Marshall, and Marshall actually decided to play this week. Um, and so, uh, and then we both had ULL against Old Dominion, and Old Dominion um, won by took, a touchdown. Took, yeah, took care of them. So, um, 
So let's let's jump into uh, week three. So I will read off this. I, Jason sent me his picks before he left. Um, and it's amazing that he knew in advance that he was going to have explosive diarrhea throughout the entire cabin of a Delta Airlines <laughs> flight. He did. I guess he was, you know, that I don't know how many big ones he ate before he sent the picks, but three, it was okay. three, three big ones. Um, so I wonder when he sent maybe halfway through the first one. I don't know. Um, <laughs> here we go. Uh, Wake Forest is trapped. Traveling to, excuse me, Old Dominion. Ooh, um, and, and so no spread. We're just straight up pick. Um, Wake Forest, Old Dominion. Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, Wake Forest is not a bad football team, but I don't think Old Dominion is either. I kind of feel like Wake Forest may win this one, but I'm going to stick with the the Sun Belt mate and go with Old Dominion. Ooh, I like it. Like it. Where is that game? It is. Is it at in Winston Salem? No, it is okay. Yeah, Dominion. definitely going going with Old Dominion. The Monarchs awesome. are going to take that one. And Jason and I both picked Wake. Um, so Georgia Southern no is loyalty. traveling to. That's right. Uh, the only loyalty I have is picking against South Alabama. Uh, Georgia <laughs> Southern is traveling to Wisconsin. So uh, I believe they like to be referred to as South Al. Uh, this is Georgia Southern. No, no, no. You, oh, oh you yeah, yeah, yeah. South, I got the you. four I got words. You. I just wanted South yes. L is South how yeah, like like if you want to get into the fine folks at the University of Louisiana's head and throw a Lafayette in there. Uh, evidently, the South Al folks don't like to be called South Al, right, Marsha? Oh, that's right. South Al, yeah. South so, Al. Uh, sorry. Um, look, uh, Georgia Southern looks to have a pretty decent team. Um, mm-hmm. They beat UAB pretty handily uh, this past weekend, which made my heart happy. Yes. Uh, but going up to Wisconsin and pulling off a game there after Wisconsin, I believe, just lost this past week, that's going to be a tough one. Uh, so I'm going to go with the badges. And that's a clean sweep across the board. We both went to Wisconsin as well. Uh, next up, we have East Carolina uh, playing App State. So another in-state game uh in boone yeah 230 that should be an awesomely fun game here in the state of north carolina uh i'm going with app state for that one uh marshall took out ecu this past weekend app state it took double overtime for unc to get out of chapel hill with a win over app state so i'm going with app state in that one yep i chose app state and bump chose east carolina so uh ULM who is 2 and 0 who would have thought at this point in the season is traveling to Texas A&M. Oh. Um yeah. look I mean ULM's pulled some upsets before. They have. Um I I do like Terry Bowden. Um I don't have anything against him. I was an Auburn fan as a as a middle schooler uh in Mississippi. Mm-hmm. And uh so I I've got fond memories of him but uh even though Texas A&M is the most uh, overpaid team in college football, uh, they're still going to win against Louisiana Monroe. Sorry, Warhawks. Yeah, I agree. Uh, yeah, that's a clean sweep uh, for Texas A&M on the board. 
Uh, I will skip our game for last. Next up, Georgia State at Charlotte. Ooh, that's intriguing. Uh, the fighting Biffs, right? Yeah. Um, man, I, I just kind of want to watch that train wreck just like go up in flames and keep chugging down the tracks. Uh, yeah, this is probably not a wise pick, but Charlotte's not good uh, either. And Georgia State actually surprised me this past weekend. I don't remember who they beat, but they woke up and beat somebody. UConn. They they beat the crap yeah. out of UConn. So yeah, I'm going with with Georgia State. Although if we if the conference had to get rid of one team, Georgia State would be the team I picked to get rid of. Really? People pick Texas State all the time. I got a soft spot for Texas State. I, I, Texas State. Texas State. Uh, I, I do like, like Texas, Texas State too. too. <laughs> uh, but, the the whiskey's talking. I've been drinking since before I got on this call tonight. Uh, there we go. Jimmy Russell with Wild Turkey. Uh, they celebrated his 69th year's master distiller yesterday, and okay. uh, I was really busy and didn't have time to sit down and drink some good turkey. So I've been drinking some good turkey this evening to uh, to tip my 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 hat and my my glass to Mr. Russell. Um, but yeah, uh, a long way. Another weird tangent. Uh, Georgia State. Georgia State. Uh, yeah, I think we, Jason and I both had Georgia State as well. Um, another good game, Louisiana, Lafayette, uh, is traveling to UAB. Oh, yeah. Um, with what Georgia Southern did to UAB this past weekend, it's not like UAB has any home field advantage in that rented out stadium they have in downtown right. Birmingham. I mean, it's beautiful, but uh, it's not yours. Um, it's protective life and a lot of other teams play there. They just let you play there. Um, <laughs> and nobody cares. That's so, right. Uh, I'm, I'm going with Georgia Southern to, to, uh, or, uh, Louisiana, uh, the, the one that's in Lafayette to, yep. um, handle the Blazers this weekend. And this is another interesting one. Uh, Stony Brook is traveling to Arkansas state who, if you listen oh. last week, Arkansas State finally got on the board for the season. Uh, they did score three points. Oh, um, man. So, interesting matchup. Uh, Stony Brook. At, what's what's going on in, in Jonesboro, man? I mean. I don't know. Um, it, I mean, it's sad to I watch. Mean, they, have, they have played Oklahoma, and last week they played Memphis. So. Yeah. But they're combined. But, I mean. 100 what is that 110 and three they've been outscored 110 to three this season so far have, in two games have they won many games since blake anderson left and i know i mean like his last couple of years weren't no. great but he had some crazy personal stuff going on with his poor wife and all that um but yeah it just seems like they hadn't really done much since uh since blake was there right yeah. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with the Red Wolves just because I want them to win. And Stony Brook's not known for their football program, so hopefully they Arkansas State doesn't get embarrassed because uh, Sunbelt hasn't lost to an FCS team yet since we joined the league, I believe, and uh, we need to keep that going. Yep, and that makes another clean sweep uh, of Arkansas State. Uh, this one is, I don't even know how to pronounce this, DeQuince, uh, at Coastal Carolina. Oh, I think they're in Indiana. I'm not sure. 
Uh, Pennsylvania. Um, Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania. Okay. There you go. Um, I wasn't that far away. Uh, I'm going with coastal. Yep. Coastal across the board. Uh, here we go. Uh, South Owl is traveling to Oklahoma State, Stillwater. You know, South Owl had a really good team last year. Uh, they have high expectations this year. They don't look to be quite as good so far. Um, so I don't think they've got enough to go in and, and spoil Oklahoma State at home. Uh, yep. So, yeah, we're going with the fighting Gundys. I'm a man. I'm 40. He's still 40. And uh, you know my pick, Oklahoma State. Jason, however, did pick South Al. So uh, we'll take a look back at that one next week. Uh, another great matchup. This is going to be a good one. James Madison is traveling to Troy. Uh, Six o'clock kick Ooh. on the NFL Network. Um, so that Ooh. will be a very interesting early season matchup for East West. Yeah, if if I wasn't going to be in Hattiesburg live and in person for that game this weekend, I would definitely be turning that game on after ours went off. Uh, ooh, that's well, a it's a six one. o'clock kick, so it, we may be able to catch some of it. Yeah, that's true. Um, maybe maybe we can get Keg and Barrel to put it on or something. There we go. Um, let's see. Uh, man, that's tough. It really is. Uh, I like James Madison. Uh, I've, I've said this a few times before, but I've, I've followed their football program for a while because my, uh, brother-in-law and, uh, his wife up here in North Carolina, both are JMU grads. Um, so I've, I've been following them since they're playing North Dakota state FCS days. I'd go over and talk smack to John, uh, while North Dakota beat them. Uh, and so I've got a lot of respect for the Dukes program. Uh, they, uh, they are built, to, to last, but Troy at home, I'm going to have to give them the edge because they have a solid squad and they are not happy with their performance against Kansas state this past weekend. So I look for them to bounce back. Whereas James Madison is coming off the high of beating Virginia. Uh, and I, I think that's going to work against them. I'm going Trojans. Man. That was excellent. I should have made my pick after because you maybe convinced me, but uh, I picked James Madison and so did Bump. So it, it would uh, not surprise me at all. Yeah, I, I don't know. They're good. I, I, I don't. I don't believe in Troy's offense. I think their defense is good. I still don't believe they can compete with James Madison's offensive. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, no, fair point. <clears throat> Jackson State travels to Texas State. Man, um, Kenny's got something going on out there uh, in in San Marcos. Uh, it's yep. good to see. Again, I said earlier, I've, you know, most people, if they had a choice, they'd kick Texas State out of the league just because they're a geographical outlier. But I think they have a lot of potential. I mean, Texas is a football crazy state. It's Texas State University. I mean, it just it's not the University of Texas system, so it doesn't get the the name. But I mean, it's Texas State University. Uh, it's it's not uh, some Southwest coastal borderlands community college. Uh, and if they can just get it rolling and get some momentum, uh, I'm, I'm really cheering for the Bobcats to make a bowl game this year. Cause they've never done that. I think that would be awesome. I've got a soft spot for that program uh, every weekend, except for the weekend that they play us. I want them to do well. Uh, and I'm going to take the Bobcats in this game. Awesome. And Jason and, uh, um, 
myself. We both picked Texas State as well, which leaves us to the last game, Tulane at Southern Miss, 3 o'clock at The Rock. Uh, uh, this one's super easy. I never pick, pick against the Eags ever. I don't care Love who it. we're playing. I, I would have picked Southern Miss last week if I would have been on here with you going into the Florida State game, knowing damn full well what was going to happen. Uh, but Eags by 90. Uh, there's no way that that we let uh, that little New Jersey private school that's located in New Orleans come to Hattiesburg and take our bell away. I love it. Love it. Uh, yeah, Southern Miss clean sweep across the board. So that does it for the picks. Got all that recorded. We will check back in next week. Um, and let's see, let's moving ahead. Uh, what else is going on Southern Miss wise um, outside of football? Um, soccer uh, played this week. They had a shutout victory over Nichols 6 0. Um, junior midfielder. Let's see. I had this written down. Adria Nakano had a hat trick, uh, which, you know, if you're not a big soccer person, that's a big thing. That's a big deal. Three goals. Uh, junior, or I'm sorry, graduate defender. So Tay Column, I think she's been here a little while. She's a defender. She scored her first career goal. Uh, and Go ahead, Tay Column. Brooke Amos and Chloe Taylor also added goals. So, um, good to see the Lady Eagles, uh, take a victory there. Um, next up, the volleyball team competed in the Golden Eagle Classic. Uh, they swept the entire event uh, with wins over Mississippi Valley State and Nichols. So uh, for Mississippi Valley State, they went 25-7, 25-8, 25-13 for a 3-0 victory and uh, 25-19, 25-18, 25-11 over Nichols. Um, next up for – Hold up. Before you move on to the next yeah. part, I do want to interject something right here real quick. Don't don't want to throw you off your rhythm. but mm. And also, no, no slight to soccer – but soccer is a little harder to produce on an ESPN plus broadcast to where you get like really good views and production quality. But if you were not watching Southern Miss volleyball on ESPN plus you were missing out. Volleyball is a growing sport as evidenced by the fact that 82,000 people or 92,000 people, what 93,000 people, whatever turned up for a volleyball match at Nebraska's football field, uh, soccer, Oh, soccer. Volleyball is is a growing in popularity sport and it's fun. It's it's fast paced. It's intense. Uh, You you know, you can get some really good plays. So if you are not watching those games on ESPN Plus, you're missing out. Check it out. Uh, Do yourself that favor, because uh, the team is really close to getting there and being good. We we started this uh, opening of the season with some really intense, highly ranked talent. Uh, playing against and uh, now that we're working on settling into getting towards conference play we've got a chance to make some noise Uh, it's fun Uh, join join the movement watch some uh, southern miss women's volleyball on espn plus rant over love it uh love it uh i actually heard from somebody i mean it was uh matt rockwell this weekend we were talking about he had so he had kind of turned on ESPN Plus, and then we had a match going, and um, it was, you know, he was really impressed by the production and how how great it looked in the new facility and stuff like that. And it was super exciting. Obviously, I mean, it was one of my favorite sports to attend when I was a student. It is exciting. It's fast paced. If you like that 
action. It is lots of uh, cheering. We and, we know why we know why you attended a bunch yeah, of volleyball games, Patrick. I don't I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> looking ahead, the ladies travel. That that was back in the day when we played at the Pain Center. Uh, you were like literally, if you weren't paying attention, you got a volleyball to the dome. Um, those were fun days. But uh, looking ahead to. Uh, next up for volleyball, they traveled to Memphis for the Bill Street Challenge with matches against Memphis and Arizona State Friday and Saturday of this week. Um, and like uh, like we talked about in the opening of the um, show, uh, men's golf is playing in the Argent Final uh, Financial Classic at Squire Creek Country Club in uh, Louisiana. Um, Robbie Ladder uh, Thong. Pimpat and freshman uh, Super Corn each shot 71 on their opening round. Uh, they played round two today. And after round one, we were sitting in uh, third place, I think, third. overall. Yeah. Uh, and uh, round two was played today. Eagles climbed up a spot to second place overall, uh, led by the freshman again, Super Corn, with a six under 67 bogey free Woo. in his Woo. in his uh, second round of his career. Uh, he's sitting fourth place overall out of 16 teams uh, with five players. That's a lot of guys. He's uh, obviously impressing early. Uh, Robbie Ladder also fired a three under 69 today to climb to T7 uh, overall. Uh, Central Arkansas leads the event um, after two rounds at 13 unders. The Eagles are uh, sitting at eight under, so just a few shots back going into the final round tomorrow. And just in case you wanted to know, South Owl is sitting at plus 13 uh, for the event. So just thought you <laughs> might want to know that. They are way down that list. Um, so Eddie and the boys are um, making a move today. You know, and then and I guess it's today's kind of called moving day for um, and in pro golf. It's Saturday, which is kind of the second to last round. So. Um, I think there was an article here. Eddie said, very proud of the way the guys stepped up, made a move, put us in position for a strong close tomorrow. Anything can happen in college golf with a five-count four format, which means five guys play, take the best four scores. Um, love being in competition. Look forward to the challenge tomorrow. So um, cheering you guys on, Eddie. And uh, I know that uh, one more round and – hopefully close this thing out. Uh, it's a really strong field too. There's a lot, a lot of really good teams in that field, 16 teams. Um, I don't know how the uh, Thailand to Hattiesburg uh, golfer pipeline started. But yeah. I'm here. I'm here for it and and keep it coming. Yeah. So yeah, Thong Pin, uh, Pinpat is from Bangkok and uh, the freshman uh, Super Corn is from Pattaya City. So yeah, two, what an amazing name, too. Uh, yeah, and that last name uh, is – I'm not even attempting. So um, hats huh. off to those guys. 67 in collegiate golf from the tips is just absolutely insane. I just – I've played golf if anybody was, feels, you know, 10 years old, and and I just can't imagine uh, firing a 67. Uh, that's, yeah, that's insanity. Nuts. I root – I routinely uh, fire a 67, Patrick, on the front nine. Um, <laughs> you just have more holes to go, right? Yeah, it's no big deal. I just I got 67. Nine, yeah. yeah, I got nine more to play. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
uh one thing uh uh jason uh sent me this week that he wanted uh that we wanted to push on the show was uh this saturday um at the rock they are going to have some on-field recognition for our sunbelt champions so it's called a salute to champions i don't know if you've seen the graphic out on social uh that was pushed out today so obviously we're um going to recognize men's basketball, cross country, women's basketball, and the baseball team for all their championships so far in the Sunbelt. So that would be really cool to see all those uh, teams in the North end zone, I would imagine, during a timeout. Um, so make sure that's another, another if you needed another reason to be there this weekend at the Rock, um, if you're a big fan of basketball, baseball, cross country women's basketball, want to see them get honored, um, make sure you come out to the game. Get your booties to the rock. If you're listening to this podcast, you obviously care about Southern Miss athletics, either that or you did the wrong kind of drugs and you don't know where you are and welcome <laughs> anyway. Uh, everything's going to be here. all right. Yeah. yeah everything's going to be all right. Just breathe, just breathe. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, if, if you're listening to this, uh, get to the rock on Saturday. This is a huge game. Tulane has a quality team. Yep. Uh, and we are on our way back back to being a respectable football program uh, we've we've been wandering in the wilderness for a while uh and and i truly believe will hall is getting us there uh you can tell the talent on the roster uh is night and day difference and when he took over just uh, this team needs your support uh a home field advantage it cannot be understated in college football uh so get there uh it's three o'clock so you got you know plenty of time to you can even sleep in grab you some lunch then get a few adult beverages in you know, a little little motivation a little cheer fuel and yep. uh head to the rock eagle walk at one so three o'clock yes. kick, eagle walk at one make sure you're there for that and i'm telling you last week was wild um we stand kind of midway down before you kind of get to the curve to go under uh, well, almost down to the curve, and that's kind of where the baseball team and the basketball team was there, and they just had bottles of water, and they were just showering the team as they came <laughs> through. It was wild. Uh, so love to see that energy. I know it gets our guys hyped up. Uh, so shout out to the baseball team and basketball team for hyping those guys up. I know that they uh, support each other, um, and I know they have a good time. So um, Man, looking ahead. Last year uh, – sorry, I'm no, go ahead, jumping go ahead, in go here. Ahead. Uh Last year, we were there for the Georgia, Georgia Southern, Georgia State game. Which one, which one kicked the crap State. out of us? Yeah, I think so, too, because it was just not expected. Um, but it was rainy that day, super rainy. So they canceled Eagle Walk. And oh, yeah. uh, my 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 daughter is four and a half now. So like last year was the first year that I was like, she's going to have a blast. This is going to be so much fun for her to go to Eagle Walk. She's going to love it. She knows the cheers. She's all about it. Uh, and then it got rained out and she didn't get to go. So uh, well, I am. Looking... I am so glad you brought that up because we do have a weather report that I do every week and we were right at that. So nice. this week you are not going to have to worry about that. Uh, Tulane at the Rock, 3 p.m. kick, 1 p.m. Eagle Walk. We are looking at a high of 87 and a low of 68. And for Mississippi people, High 87 feels like air conditioners on. Uh, for Shane, yeah. that may feel a little warm. I'm going to uh, be a little sweaty. Yeah, but we are going to be uh, – I may I may even wear a long sleeve. Uh, it's going to be nice. <laughs> so I, I'm not showing hardly any rain. Uh, I think it's going to be a great uh, day. 
Uh, again, it's, Hallelujah. Um, 1 p.m. Make sure you're there for Eagle Walk. It's going to be great. Well, uh, my whole MO is I don't normally like outright tell a whole lot of people that I'm coming to Hattiesburg because right. we only have a few days there. Uh, I lived there for so long. I know so many people. There's no way I can see everybody, but all the cool people are Southern Miss fans that I know in Hattiesburg. So normally they're out at Southern Miss football games and I just roam campus and that's where I just sneak up on people and surprise them and yeah. talk to them. And uh, I need a good weather forecast because again, last year it was rainy and I was roaming around campus. Uh, it was just like me and bump there uh, with Jack, like running around in his underwear. Um, <laughs> it, so I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing folks and having some adult beverages and roaming campus and people being out and about. Yep. That's going to be great. Um, next up we have tweet of the week. Um, again, this is, um, this is an interesting one. Uh, Jason sent me. Is this. it from Steakums? It is from De- at Destiny Be Well. Um, oh, she's awesome. Yeah. Uh, she put, quote, if we beat Tulane next week, I will tattoo an apology on my forearm. So now that this has hit the radio <laughs> waves. Um, so not sure the backstory there. Um, I Like I said, I tried to stay off social media during the game. So I don't know if there is more to that story or not. But uh, there's a it- there's a little more. Yeah, I've I've followed that a little bit. The what the something just chimed in my headphones. Um, it was the uh, Patrick telling me to shut up alarm. Uh, <laughs> no, keep going. No, I've, I follow Destiny. She she is a hoot of a follow on Twitter. Highly yep. recommend following her. But uh, I mean, uh, like a lot of people, she was upset. I don't feel like she was like lashing out and in a you know unreasonable manner. But she was stating that she wasn't happy with the amount of penalties and the way that we played, uh, and then. You know, that led into some back and forth with some folks. And then she, you know, we beat Tulane this week. Uh, she you, she wasn't thoroughly impressed with how we played. So she said if we beat Tulane, she would tattoo an apology on her arm. So it'll be interesting to it. see that apology. Yeah. Can't wait to see it. Um, And I think we have come to that part of shout outs. Oh, I thought it was going to be ancient aliens time. You got me excited there oh. for a second. Don't get me started. That's a different podcast, but man, I could talk all day about that. Yeah, Bump uh, and I have been threatening to do one of those uh, for a couple of years now, and nobody will ever do one with me. Oh, I say we do it. Just throw one in the middle of a season, and just people would tune in and be like, "Wait, what is what is happening?" Yeah, don't um, don't tell anybody. Just like put yeah. it out like it's a Southern Miss podcast, and go like on a Joe Rogan esque oh, sidetrack that lasts yes. for an hour and a half. I could go on a two hour, uh, let's talk about the pyramids. Um, <laughs> I love it. Uh, do you want me to go first? Or do you want to go first? Uh, you can go first because okay. I, I honestly, uh, I need to think about it for a second. Yeah, go for it. Uh, I will kick it off with, uh, one that I seem to do a lot, but good friend, Matt Rockwell, he, uh, invited me this past weekend down to Louisiana, uh for some fishing and we had a great time we ate some awesome fresh seafood that we literally either caught or uh bought right off of a boat um so we had a good time uh down at uh camp down there that is actually owned by by mr keith uh oswald good friend of matt that i've gotten to know through matt uh he was a great host and one heck of a fisherman that man can catch some redfish it was impressive to see um like i said we had an awesome time we woke up at four o'clock and went out fishing all day and we were back in by one and got everything cleaned up and cooked and had some shrimp boil and crabs and 
um, all kind of great, great food and we're ready and, and cheer the Eagles on and watch. Um, so shout out to those two guys. It was a great weekend. We had a lot of fun. That's first my first time down there. I, I grew up down on the coast, but, um, you know, down in that area of Louisiana, it's another world down there. Um, it was a lot of fun. So I appreciate the invite. I had a great time. Um, uh, wanted to say, uh, shout out to Charlie Wallace. Um, he kicked off his uh, new kind of venture, a College Hunks uh, Moving Company, and uh, you can go check them out if you're looking for moving or just hauling some junk away, collegehunks.com. Uh, and I believe that was a uh, company um, on Shark Tank. Um, and oh, was it? Yeah, I think so. I think they had a Shark Tank thing, so they're kind of franchised out and uh charlie kind of jumped on that uh for the hattiesburg area and so uh pretty cool if you're if you're looking for that look for uh collegehunks.com check them out and i know i bet they're gonna get some interesting phone calls <laughs> yeah i was a little scared of that url uh what you might get if you visit there but i think it's legit so well, uh, yeah don't miss a letter <laughs> and also uh, i want to thank you shane for coming on what um i do i am interested in was always interested in when when we when i listened for years uh to you and jamie and, and bump about what you were sipping i know you talked about it earlier but uh cover that again oh, yeah. on what was what was the whiskey choice tonight so uh i, I just had one uh healthy size pour while we were talking this evening and that was a wild turkey father and son uh 13 year old bourbon uh that was a limited edition they put out uh last year the year before you could get it through like duty free shops uh it was like a travel exclusive they'll release some of that kind of stuff uh occasionally where you can only get it in asia or you can only get it in a duty free shop so that's what this was it's a, a 13 year old kentucky straight bourbon whiskey uh a little lower proof 86 proof uh, so it's super smooth and sippable, but uh, don't let that 86 proof fool you. It's not like heavily watered down whiskey. Uh, I've I've given my full length TED talk on it before, but uh, the the science of of a whiskey aging warehouse uh, is that you have multiple floors inside the building. Normally, the higher you go up in the building, the hotter it is, the more uh, evaporation occurs inside those barrels. And so you're actually losing moisture. Your proof of your whiskey will rise because you're left with more alcohol in the barrel in a smaller amount of liquid. Uh, and oh. then that moisture is inside the building tends to settle down to the bottom to the cooler, darker floors, and those barrels will actually reabsorb moisture. So they can actually drop proof from where it was distilled at, what the barrel entry point is. And Wild Turkey for years had issues with losing proof in their rickhouses. Uh, their flagship product is only 101 proof anyway. So they went in, uh, you know, it used to be 105. It's, a, uh, it's, it's higher than that now. It's 115 uh now uh, i think i'm right on that but uh yeah they they had to keep bumping it up because they were losing proof so uh you know there's there's a, there are a lot of proof whores out there people are like oh i need that 138 proof whiskey yeah well you're you can't taste that that's it's hot i mean well i've got some bottles like that on my shelf uh it's good whiskey but like you're fooling yourself if you think you can have more than two of those and taste anything uh this this older wild turkey is 
lower proof but it's not watered down is is what i'm getting at so it's pretty close yeah. to barrel proof you still get that thickness that viscosity uh to it and then you get a lot of good flavor but then you don't wake up with a pounding headache in the morning love it so yeah that that, that could have been a podcast in and of itself that was another 15 minutes on the show thanks for sticking uh with <laughs> us there <laughs> um I got a got a couple of shout outs. Uh, uh, first, first, we'll give a shout out to Bump. Uh, I, again, I hope in, in Delta Dookie Jail, they uh, let you listen to podcasts so you can at least catch up with this episode and they let you out soon. Yep. Um, God bless those people that were stuck on that plane where they had to cover up your big one mess with a bunch of like vanilla scented disinfectant pads. Uh, oh, my God. I can't <laughs> even imagine how terrible that was. Uh, but then, uh, following up that is, uh, Pilo, you, sir, uh, you oh, and Bump have been doing a great job. I, I listen weekly. I thoroughly enjoy the show. Uh, it, it's, uh, it's, it's nice to sit back and listen and not have to put all the work into it that you guys have to put into it. Now, now that you're on that side of the microphone, yeah. you, you get to see what the, the heavy load is, uh, and, and you and Jamie do, you know, did a, Jamie did kind of uh all the heavy lifting that you're doing now because god knows you can't turn that over to bump uh you'd uh, bump would be passing around like a cassette tape that he recorded in his living room and you'd just be like i oh, give it to the next person they'll have to listen to it uh but <laughs> yeah you guys are, are killing it one of those magazines yeah. where you sign up for uh 20 for <laughs> six cents that's more jason yep. speed yeah that's it our, our columbia house uh cds uh, <laughs> yeah. you know something along that line uh um cricket wireless you know things like that yeah um and uh last shout out uh I, I talk to him all the time uh i know he listens uh he's got a great show of his own these days uh but can't talk southern miss without saying what's up to marshant kenny yeah uh we've we've become good friends which uh that is not something uh a few years ago that i would ever find myself saying that yeah me and the southern miss linebacking legend are friends we talk all the time uh but uh marchant is a solidly good dude looking forward to hanging out with him uh when i get to hattiesburg this weekend as well awesome well i think that is going to do it unless you have anything else you want to add and again uh jason i hope you uh get to feeling better by saturday if not um you know diapers wear diapers. <laughs> wear dark pants um <laughs> think that's going to do it so uh again thanks for listening in today whatever day you might have listened and whichever platform you chose to listen in on remember you can follow jason at bumper j bailey you can follow me patrick lowry at p lowry and follow the wizard at eagles underscore to the top uh follow us on all social at to the top talk and don't forget about the mailbag to the top talk at gmail.com hope you guys enjoyed it tell somebody to the top today and as always southern miss to the top talk i could play for alabama usc or notre dame you have lots of things to offer but Southern Mississippi put you all shame. I was born here in Hattiesburg, never ventured far away. When it comes to playing football, 
Here in Eagle Heaven is where I'm gonna stay I could play for North Carolina, Ohio State, RLSU You play a good game of football But Southern Mississippi is a whole lot better than you season is over and done the fans here in Hattiesburg will be proud of what we've done I could play for the Georgia Bulldogs Florida State or Tennessee but I chose Southern Mississippi and right here at home is where I'll always be I could play for Alabama USC our Notre Dame You have lots Of things to offer But Southern Mississippi Put you all to shame I could play For North Carolina Ohio State RLSU You play a good Game of football But Southern Mississippi Is a whole lot better than you season is over and done all your teams with famous names will see we're number one ask mississippi state ask mississippi state call katie case bailey with dunbar real estate for all of your real estate needs katie case bailey realtor extraordinaire something to show something to list something to sell call today at 601-408-9980 